Hi, Kat here, and here's my next instalment of my prep for a race to the stones, which is on the 10th and 11th of July. So I'm edging ever closer to the two weeks left. And today, my merchandise arrived. Oh, I love a bit of merch. But what I'd actually done, stupidly, is because I'd booked this walk in 2019 probably or at least early 2020 when before all the well something happened didn't it what happened something happened in about March or so um and it transpires that I pre-ordered my merch back then of a sweatshirt and a t-shirt I'm very proud of myself um but this time round obviously transferred to this year because we couldn't do it last year through some weird things happening I uh, received my merch today in the post, which I was very excited about, and realised that I'd ordered another set this year. So I've ended up with two sets, which is really daft and very much like me these days. Very much like me indeed. I wouldn't have put it past me at all. So once I'd worked out what had happened, I realised I had to send some stuff back. But on top of that, it's come through too big. But anyway, the point of me telling you is this just got really real. And I'm really glad it's here early because it means I can wear it and parade around the house a little bit. And that's all part and parcel of signing up for these. You get some cool merch that you can wear and remind yourself after the race, really, that you've done it. Or before, if you are training, that you're going to do it. Sometimes you get these after, sometimes you get them before. This one you get before and it's very, very nice. It's very sexy. Lovely colours. All the right writing all over it, which I'm interpreting as... Uh, you're going to walk this, you've got it, it's easy. That's what I'm thinking, I haven't properly read it. Like, There's more in you, I think the uh, phrase of this one is. It's quite handy on my sleeve when I'm feeling a little bit, I don't know, run out of podcasts or my little legs are feeling a bit weary and I'm in need of a nice cheer charge or something. Or better still, some spaghetti bolognese. I shall remember that. So that's just come through which is an exciting day and all part and parcel of it. So I've come out today to complete a what will probably be about a 12k walk today. Um, I talked about the training plan last time and I'm kind of on that week where I do the walk for let's say three kilometres on one day, four kilometres on another and then this one and uh, it should really be 225s back to back, but this week's a bit weird for me. There's so many birthdays going on this month, I can't keep up. So I'm going to attempt to do another longer one, or at least one similar to this. So I'm kind of covering off the mileage. Uh, and next week, I'm going to start very forthright and strong and with fortitude, and I'm going to do two back to back. And then that's kind of when I'm going to start to taper off just a little bit. So I'm walking through the woods. I'm at Ashridge today, the most beautiful forest. Well, around here anyway. You can hear the birds singing. It's really lovely. And again, I'm focusing on keeping my speed up. There's a nice hill to get to the top of this ridge. And I tend to sort of drop a bit of a K going up there. So I'm now back on keeping my pace up. The sun is streaming through the trees. It's completely wonderful. And I wanted to talk to you about nutrition on the walk. 
So we talked about <laughs> not eating shizzle and making sure that you eat nice and whole on a general basis when you're doing this training, especially in the last few weeks. Um, but today I want to talk about eating on the trails because it's a really important thing to do. And as I mentioned last time, you need to kind of think about that as part of your plan and get used to how certain foods make you feel because it's not very sensible to eat just sugar. Okay, it's very tempting and I love the support groups around these walks. They're absolutely brilliant. And when you join one of these walks, please, please, please do go and join the, uh, the support group where everybody is talking about things and asking questions and panicking and sharing pictures of themselves, training and uh, all sorts of different things come up on there. And it's just such a friendly, lovely group. It's brilliant. So <laughs> on one of those groups, there's a bit of a theme of people taking Freddo froggy what they call chocolate bars and that's great and you do need to keep up your glucose on these walks and they're, they're brilliant take them lovely little treat I love uh, tic tacs that's my thing and refreshers are pretty cool as well and often because they are all organized well there's lots of children coming because they are very organized every stop that you stop at there is lots of food and lots of snacks and they often include very sugary snacks as well that was quite funny they were uh, Duke of Edinburgh and they're all arguing <laughs> anyway um yes so lots of sugary snacks in your face all of the time and it's very tempting to take those and by all means do but what I would say is your staple food on the way round needs to be something that you feel and everybody's different that is easily digestible so my favourite, as I think I mentioned, a chia charge. Really lovely, fall apart, melt in the mouth, all natural products, honey and oats and that kind of thing. And what that does is give me lots of energy. And it's that slow release of energy, okay? So sweet things, sweeties and stuff like that. A lovely kick can even be a real mood booster. But you get the kick and then you come back down. I'm sure you've all heard about this. But these chia charges are really, really good for that slow release. But please do test these things out before you go on the walk. So order some. Uh, I'm not sponsored by them or anything. <laughs> I just find they're really brilliant. Just order some. There's a, I think there's a multi-pack on Amazon you can get for about a tenner. You can try them because you don't want to rely on that and then get there and think, oh, God, they're really, really playing havoc with my digestion. Um, some people, I find if I eat crisps, I don't know if it's the salt or what, but I just find if I eat crisps, it doesn't really agree with me when I'm going for it on the trails. I would highly recommend those slow burn carbs. Fruit is very good. They always offer things like apples and bananas on the way round. Try and have at least one of those. I tend to steer clear of sandwiches, but that's just me. I think it's the bread and uh, I tend to stick to more I don't know, whole, because often that bread as well is, is white or it's a mixture of the two. And uh, for some reason it doesn't sit well in my stomach, so it might be the same for you. So have a little think about that and test it out on your walks to make sure that something that might agree with me doesn't necessarily agree with you. Now in terms of when do you eat, well, how long is a piece of string? Now what I would recommend, for me personally, I tend to try and eat 
something about every, depends on the terrain, every half hour to 45 minutes. It's an individual thing. But the recommendation really is, is that, you know, don't leave it too long. It's really easy if you get chatting to somebody, if you're doing the walk with someone or you've met someone, you're chatting. Easily an hour can go by and you haven't drunk anything or eaten anything. And whilst you feel okay, it kind of catches up with you in the end, especially if you're doing an ultra and you're walking a very long way and it might even catch up with you the next day if you're doing it over two days. So just keep the intake up of good carbs and uh, okay, some little sweeties every now and again, but also your intake of liquids. Um, now, most people on these extended walks have kind of dabbled in uh, some electrolyte drinks, which I personally will be doing. Um, and you can order sachets and add them to your water because water is okay but it's just water and it's not giving you anything else and you might find that you just pee it out basically and it's obviously hydrating you but not as well as some of these others and they provide sachets for the level of sweat <laughs> that you give so only you know what that is but you can find out on the various websites what sachets to get. Sometimes they're just standard. The one I use, and I will put it in the description here, the episode description, uh, it's a real, really good pH one. And I find they're nice flavors. I think it's a blackcurrant and orange. And you can just take a sachet with you. So when you finished your drink, whether you have water bottles in the front of your vest or a bladder in the back, you can fill it up with a tap and just empty one of these sachets. They weigh nothing. You can poke them in one of your pockets and on you go. But that means that you're constantly keeping up your right sort of blood levels and of everything, really. So even if you're not eating very much, you don't feel like it, which often is what happens when you're walking. You really don't want to be eating too much. And then uh, you can have some drink and it, and it sort of balances it out, balances you out and... Uh, makes you feel nice and energetic and hydrated and what you'll find when you'll stop as well suddenly you'll just become hungry that's what happens to me so I don't feel hungry at all stop at a loo at one of the stops and then I think oh now I really fancy a sausage roll but they're brilliant they provide so much food and hot drinks and everything so you don't need to carry anything and I'll talk about this in a separate podcast all about equipment but for now I hope you have had a lovely day and uh, or will have a lovely day and I look forward to having you along next time